Hello and welcome back to the Fandalorian Club, episode 11 for season 2, reviewing season 7 of the Clone Wars. There's a lot of seasons and numbers in there. Um, we are touching on episode 11, Shattered, today. And we are closing out the final episodes of the Clone Wars. And we've had a, an incredible time doing this. Um, it's something that we came up with uh, last year for the Mandalorian. I think it worked out well so far for the Clone Wars. And that is in great debt to how great these episodes have been and how much conversation they have been able to uh, create for us here. Uh, I'm your host, Jake Berlin. I go by Qui-Gon Jake on our opposite Star Wars show, The Paddle Podcast. And I am joined today by my fellow panel members. I have Mr. Grant Amosino, Brian Amosino there in the center, and Jacob Barley, Obi-Wan Jacoby over there on the right-hand side. How you, uh, how you gents doing on this Friday? Pretty damn good. good. I just, I literally just stopped watching the episode. So you're, like, you're as fresh as both. You're as fresh as the three of us right now. Like 60 seconds ago. Like the credits were playing on the screen when you guys first, <laughs> when I turned the camera on. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so uh, we, we have a lot to discuss, obviously. And uh, it's something that we can get right into because we don't want to spend an hour on this. Not just because we don't, I mean, we want to, but we have we a, <laughs> an, another show to get to eventually. I mean, um, the episodes are pretty <laughs> short too for these. Yeah, this well, this one is shorter than last week's. It's definitely shorter than uh, the final episode, which we'll get here in a few days. Um, Yeah, so Shattered. uh, It's picking up directly from the previous episode, which was the capture of Maul heading into uh, the light speed of sending him and giving him to the Jedi Council. And we knew going in that this is the episode that we were going to be getting Order 66. This is where it all is going to be felt. This is where it all is going to go down. And boy, did it go down <laughs> from the Order 66 perspective. We have speculated and, and theorized and talked about multiple times about not even if we'll see this, but in what capacity. And I can say, you know, safely, I think for all three of us that it definitely lived up to what has been promised for quite a while. Um, and we'll get into details here. Um, let's just kind of go beat by beat here uh, to start it off. You know, the episode starts off. We're on Mandalore. We see... You know, Mandalore, not in ruins, but it's it's broken because they were just in war, right? I mean, um, Bo-Katan and her, her clan, along with the Republic, had won. Um, but the city that they were at was essentially destroyed. Like, it had been beat up pretty badly. And we see Garsaxon being taken captive. We see Maul um, initially in the ropes, which didn't really make sense at the time. But then they put him in this incredibly badass chamber. Um that seemed to damper his force abilities. And so there's a lot of cool things there in the beginning of the episode. Um, before we get to the really juicy stuff here, did you like the way that the episode started? Is there anything that really stood out to you in the very beginning um, before we get to the heart of it? Go ahead, Jacob. Uh, well, there was a, a quite a few things. Are we not talking about the uh, the meeting with Mace Windu, Yoda, and Ahsoka? Well, we haven't, we haven't gotten there yet. We're going we haven't, in haven't gotten yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the opening was pretty cool. I at first for a slight second because I was like looking away from the screen for a second. I looked up. I thought he was in carbonite for a second, and oh, then yeah. and then they showed like he was actually conscious in there, which obviously you couldn't have kept him in the rope. He would have gotten out easily with his force abilities, and as we see later, his force abilities are very strong. So it made sense for them to put him in there, and it, that was a, a cool conversation between. Uh, between Ahsoka and uh, and Satine, Bo-Katan. is it Satine? Bo-Katan. Oh no, it's Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Satine's her sister, right? Yeah. Uh, between her and Bo-Katan, uh, how Bo-Katan was saying she wished she was good at anything other than war and yeah. those type of things. It felt like a very 
Mandalorian type discussion. So I, I was digging it. Yeah, that, that conversation real quick, uh, Brian, I'll touch on this before I forget it. Uh, that conversation led to an, an interesting thing with the thing that was holding Maul about, oh, it, yeah. being the last, about yeah. it, it being the last one and Ahsoka kind of being like, is is this something that you guys have? And Bo-Katan making sure to be like, no, this is the last one that's out there. Like, th this is it. Um, cool little note, the front of it is engraved with Tar Vizsla, the original holder of the Darksaber. Um, oh, the wow. only the only Mandalorian Jedi to ever exist. Um, so that's kind of a cool little Easter egg for fans that recognize that. But Brian, go ahead. Uh, the stuff on Mandalore. What did you think of it? Well, yeah, you you snatched what I was going to say, but oh. uh, um, yeah, no, it showed costs of war, obviously, with the people, the Mandalorian uh, citizens, and uh, yeah, uh, it did immediately. I thought the same thing like oh he's in carbonite and then it was like oh no he's in like some force chamber um and uh yeah it very hannibal lecter -y too like yes. uh, you're you're not talking either because you're good at persuading you're not doing anything so uh yeah but uh i think obviously i think that's the last we're gonna see of bogotan um i don't i don't think that i think we will see in the next episode at you least Mandalore. I do think we'll think see Mandalore go next back? episode. No, I feel like no, we could probably save this for the end of the, the end of the episode, but I have a feeling Dave Filoni is gonna do exactly what he did with Rebels and do a time jump, and we're gonna see the Knight of a Thousand Tears that was mentioned in the Mandalorian Ooh. from Moff Gideon. <clears throat> I do think that, that because it's something that hasn't been touched possible. on, and the only thing that can that can tell that story at this point in time is the clone wars and i have a feeling with now that mandalore is being such it's so heavily involved right now in the story whether it's in current status or uh jumping to to jumping a couple years in advance because we know that the empire is the one that did it i do think that we will see the night of a thousand tears and we find out because for me i want answers as far as where is bo-katan when this ends not like not this how this episode finished but I want to know where she is. That way I know her connection with Rebels when she pops in and all these like because there's a lot of things that kind of need to be wrapped up before Rebels starts. And I have a feeling that 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 little sentence in The Mandalorian wasn't for season two of The Mandalorian, but it was kind of a setup for this because Dave Filoni knew that he was going to be telling it in this story. That'd be crazy because that means we might see Moff Gideon. Yeah, <laughs> that would be insane. How long, was that, how long the next episode is? It's supposed to be the longest one ever, so it could very well be over 30 minutes. Okay, like 35 maybe or something yeah. like that. And I'll make okay. a bold prediction and say that the Knight of the Thousand Tears will come from the command of Darth Vader. That is bold. That would make perfect sense because we talked about seeing Darth Vader in this, and mm -hmm. that would tie Clone Wars together and with the Mandalorian. That. That would be crazy. <laughs> Do you know something um, we right. don't know? No. no, 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 no. I wish. I wish. I don't. Let's go ahead and sco uh, <clears throat> scoot on forward back to the uh, the Republic ship. So they have Mole aboard. Um, they're taking him up to the Republic cruiser, and this is where we get the the meeting with uh, Mace Windu, um, Gyadi Mundi, Yoda, and Ayla Secura. And this is the famous, not just the famous scene from Revenge of the Sith, but this was also in the trailer. It was heavily involved in the trailers for, for the season. Um, I sent a plot to destroy the Jedi for Mace yeah. Windu. Um, super, super cool because 
that scene had cut off in the movie after Yoda had spoken and it went straight to Anakin going to um, Palpatine's office. But now we get the extended version of it. And we know yeah. that now when we go back and watch Revenge of the Sith, we realize that in that moment, Ahsoka pops in at that exact cutoff. Like That's she is involved crazy. in everything going on with these characters that we know and love. Um, I'll say this before we get to this conversation up to this point, And it's throughout the entire episode. This might be my favorite music from the Clone Wars ever. Period. It's I very think- eerie and dark and kind of like uh, hor- horrific in a way, but it screams Blade Runner to me, and it's perfect. Well, I think it it needed to be because no one was really talking. It a lot of that first before they all are talking in the chamber. A lot of it was not. There was no conversations. It was just kind of like showing you images. So, yeah. What about this yeah. meeting though? To this meeting, the music was great. Uh, so the mu- you're talking about the music throughout the whole thing. Yeah, just all episode? of it in general. All of it in general. Yeah, yeah, it was great. But no, I I was thinking the same exact thing when that meeting happened. I was like, so right after that, Mace Windu says that Ahsoka walks in and they talk to her. It's like it's almost like you can throw these scenes in Revenge of the Sith, and it would make total sense. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So I. I think that is so cool. That's my favorite part about this whole thing. And it led to us um, learning more about Ahsoka and seeing Yoda talk to Ahsoka and see that she's very hesitant to like, she she assumes that she's going to see Anakin again. And she even says that. So they're just setting us up because we know what happens and they don't. So every time they say something like that, we're like, oh, (laughs) too bad. Yeah, no, it, 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 the thing that I took out of it the most was the, um, was it Yoda called her Jedi and she said, no, I'm a citizen. And then Mace Windu made that asshole jab at her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the very last thing Yoda ever said to her, well, that we know was he called her Padawan. So it was kind of like, oh, like you still. It's almost yeah, like they were, it's yeah. almost like they were gonna if she would have said, Yeah, I'm back, they would have accepted her like mm-hmm. right away, like no problem. But she said not yet. So and that's it's also it, it, that's why Mace Windu was like, All right, then you don't want to be a part of the Jedi Council. Then it, it also there, probably know? helped her cause uh, <clears throat> that she had just captured Mole and nobody True. else ever like, all had been able years, to capture Mole. <laughs> all these years they haven't been able to catch him. And she exactly did. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, great, great scene. Um, and, you know, I will just note this and I'm not trying to, you know, prove that he was wrong, but it also screws up your timeline from last episode, Brian, about. Um, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, the, You're trying with, to prove uh, with the Palpatine and everything. Um, we now know exactly <laughs> where the timeline is. Um, so Order 66 hasn't happened just yet during this scene, but it is minutes away from happening because we officially get this moment between Rex and Ahsoka in the next couple scenes where they're having this great conversation um, about how the clones wouldn't exist without the war and that, you know, uh, just this, this great conversation about how they're loyal. And Ahsoka says, yeah, I, I got a friend out of this. Like I got a best friend out of this to Rex and they have that great moment. But then he's like, I'm going to go take this uh, call. And Ahsoka turns it down, which is very interesting. Imagine her in that, in that room being in that room when she, when he says, or execute order 66, um and she feels she feels it 
her and Maul both feel this this gut punch, and we get this great moment of not just them feeling what's happening in the galaxy, but we actually hear the audible from episode three of Hayden Christensen, yep. Samuel Jackson, Ian McDermott, the audible of that room scene in Palpatine's throne room when that moment was happening, when Anakin and Palpatine had killed Mace, you can hear it and it is, it gives you this like evil feeling in your stomach where you're just like, you're sinking into your chair knowing what's happening right there and like how everything is about to unfold. What a, what a great way to tell the story from that perspective. Yeah, that was great. That that was a great moment when they heard Anakin saying, what have I done? And it, especially Ahsoka, because she has been defending him this whole time, saying he would never do this. And now she was proven wrong and her and Maul can feel it, but she doesn't have time to process it. All at, at, in that same exact moment, she's being shot at. So it, it all happened so fast. And I, it's crazy because I'm wondering, are they, Maul and Ahsoka, sensing these things because they're so tied in with the Emperor and with Anakin? Or just can any Force, is every Force user hearing this conversation? You well, know we, I mean? yeah, that, that's a good question because in the movie, the only person to really feel it was Yoda. Yeah. So the only person I'm to really feel it was Yoda. Because we know uh, our, our Maul has a strong connection with the Emperor, like good or bad. And same with Anakin with Ahsoka. So maybe because they're so tied into those characters, they can feel it. They have a connection with them, so they're feeling it. Because I doubt every single Jedi or every single Force user heard the conversations, you know? Mm -hmm. I think I I would tend to lean towards the fact that it was just those people. Like yeah. Yoda, obviously, because Yoda is the Almighty. And then uh, Anakin with ahsoka and then yeah. uh well, who's my other one i'm forgetting oh maul maul with the emperor with oh, yeah yeah so yeah i mean he he maul's clearly <laughs> he's been waiting for it he's been waiting for that this tide to shift and it shifted and he felt it and Ahsoka being so close to anakin obviously felt that so th this was my favorite part of the whole episode just because I think that was just like, it was just almost just like, there it is. That's that's the moment almost it feels like this whole thing has been gearing up towards was like, I mean, for the most part, this has been a Sokish show, the whole thing. It's from, from little to now. And this was what it's been leading up to. And so that getting that and knowing like how, entwined she was to it i mean she's she's the closest thing to be that's the closest you can get to just being in the room i mean all she has to she heard it word for word and uh yeah it was it was wild they are not afraid to do pull stuff from the movies or anything and it was definitely their voices because at the very end the credit said uh yeah, Hayden Christensen, Samuel L. Jackson. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was wild. It was it's 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 pretty cool because for the longest time, Star Wars fans and you know you can even some of the haters as well have have had these conversations about how can you focus so many of these stories on Ahsoka, but not have her in the movies and have these stories so close to these other stories, 
Dave Filoni to shut everybody up by including her in all these scenes, all these side yeah. scenes that aren't included in the movie. He he officially planted her in everything that wasn't seen and opened all these doors to these these uh, these hallways of stuff that we didn't know about inside. Like like example like the the meeting he did that she just had with Mace Windu and stuff. We we would have guessed that that conversation was probably longer than what the movie showed. Now that we have that and we have Ahsoka there, we we know that she she's not just placed there for the hell of it. Like she's a meaning to it all. And all these people who have been wondering, like, how can you do this to this character, or how can you do this to Star Wars with a character that isn't in the movies but make her so important? Everything else, Dave Filoni has been shutting people up constantly for the last however many weeks. Yeah, because yeah. everyone always says where, like. Anakin Skywalker had a Padawan, like he never mentions it. Where is she this whole time? And now we can always look to this and say her and Maul were right there for this whole yeah. story, which I love. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, arguably out of Clone Wars, the two people that have grown the most is Maul and mm -hmm. and Ahsoka. Yeah. I mean, their stories have evolved. Maul went from a guy that spoke three lines at most in a movie to now one of the best story told characters. And then Ahsoka is literally the epitome of this show. So to know that they both were in the same place, felt the same thing. It just kind of like blows your mind in a way because everything that has been tied into a movie fits perfectly, literally perfectly. There's, there's no loose end. There's no like, well, no, it's literally, this is how this went. <clears throat> like you can't really argue it because it's pretty much aligned perfectly with every single aspect of that movie. So, yeah. So, uh, right after that moment of, of her feeling order 66 and, and kind of understanding what's happening, uh, she rushes to the blast door and tries to find Rex. And that's when we get the appearance of the famous chin of one Palpatine, uh, officially executing the order 66 to these, uh, troopers on the ship. And th this might be my favorite moment in the episode because the, inner struggle that you could see with Rex, how he was shaking, dropping his helmet, understanding what's about to happen and how he couldn't say no, essentially. And then the great moment of saying, find fives, find fives, a callback to the, the famous trooper who understood and figured out what's happening with the clones. Yeah. Um, what an incredible moment. And it finished with, with a great action scene, right? Um, They're trying to knock down Ahsoka and she just goes absolutely ape you know what, and mm -hmm. uses some great abilities against these troopers in the center ring. Um, and at the same time, never wanting to kill any of them because she doesn't understand what's happening. It's always to disable them, um, which may be at fault of her just because of her Jedi ways. Um, but she stuck to who the character was and she finds a way out through the roof. But I mean, that, that moment with Rex and you could just see the emotional, how just it was ripping him, it was ripping him apart, like what was happening. And I got to say, it, it might be my favorite part of the episode. Go ahead, Jacob. Oh, uh, I love that moment because to me, and I never really thought that it was just a switch and all of a sudden they forgot everything they ever knew and they're just straight zombies trying to kill the Jedi. I never thought that, but it kind of seemed like they had no internal struggle at all. And now this shows us that they did. And what 
the one thing leading up to this season, one thing we always talked about was where is Rex when this happens? How does Rex handle it? Does he, is his chip out already? We talked about all these possibilities and now we have the answers. So that was a great moment for Rex and Ahsoka because if it was a random Jedi that like he had no connection with, maybe his resistance would have been, wouldn't have been as strong, but because it's Ahsoka and they have a strong relationship, he, he really struggled with it, but ultimately the chip took over. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I mean, he, you could tell he was definitely struggling with it. Like he wasn't, it wasn't just like an instant, like, okay, well this, this is happening kind of like commander Cody did with the uh, Obi-Wan. Um, but he, I mean, ultimately it got a hold of him, but she wasn't going to let him go. And like Jake said, she was disabling, not killing. They made that blatantly clear by her cutting some of the guns in half. Um, and I mean, it would have been kind of weird seeing her killing um, clones. Well, not clones, but her own, like they were her own. It, those yeah, were her squad. Yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, they, painted her face on their masks and stuff. So um, yeah, it would have been, I think that would have been a little too, too dark for her to kill the squad. I mean, granted they were trying to kill her, but even the, even then like she isn't, she's not really a killer as much as <clears throat> she disarms kind of people kind of almost. Yeah. The, I know you guys said she was killing Mandalorians, but I mean, she kind of she was she seemed like for the most part she was trying to i mean just yeah, a couple were, thousand feet up yeah so <laughs> uh yeah so this scene uh transferred into uh the the first of two rogue one easter eggs in the episode um uh rex he sends a group of clones to go kill maul and low Lo and behold, Ahsoka essentially saves him. And for one second, you can think to yourself, oh, my God, they're going to team up. Oh, my God. But Ahsoka, of course, you know, stays true to her character and says, no, like, you go be the bait. Like, I'm, I need to get out of here. I need a distraction. So I'm not, we, I'm not standing by you. Ahsoka wasn't killing clones. She knew Darth Maul was going to kill some clones. <laughs> yeah. though, so I don't think she had a choice, but she yeah. knew he was going to. She at least hey. at least. I will say this. So uh, in that co that quick conversation they had before they separated, there's a moment, if you watch, um, Maul looks down at one of Ahsoka's sabers, and there's yeah. a quick moment you think to yourself, is is he about to use a blue lightsaber? Is, is he about to use a blue lightsaber? I thought she was going to hand it to him. <laughs> yeah. That would have yeah. been crazy. That would have been, been nuts. That would have been nuts yeah. if you saw that. But, but you didn't. I mean, it, it's, it's all good and dandy, so they went their separate ways. It. Exactly. And before we get to the Ahsoka stuff that ended the episode, let's talk about the first of two Rogue One Easter eggs. Another Darth, another dark side user gets his version of a hallway scene, this time without oh a lightsaber. God. Absolutely wrecking shop in the most violent way possible you can show in Clone Wars. It is by far the darkest and most violent scene we've ever had in Star Wars or Clone Wars, excuse me. And it is brilliant. It is so yes. good. The way that everything, like the wall panels and like how they cut away from heads being chopped off and the arm and everything, like it was so good. I this is my favorite moment of the episode. <laughs> I love this is exactly what I was thinking. I was like, is this 
the second best hallway scene in Star Wars ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like if this was in live action, it would challenge the Darth Vader one. hundred uh, percent. But animated, it kind of uh, you know second best is good enough. But yeah, dude, th- throwing the door and cutting their heads off. Oh my goodness! I I was in just like Star Wars heaven watching this scene. <laughs> I was so excited. I I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't like. Well, it didn't catch me off guard him like doing the whole like throwing them and stuff, but like the brutalness of it. Oh, like, yeah. Cutting people's heads off the, that arm getting cut off so he could hear on the uh, the, the wristband thing. Uh, yeah, it was it was rough. And he that was, was the last time we saw him, too. Yeah, that's true. You guys think we'll see him next episode? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think like. They can't just leave it at that. I mean, I well, they're, they're all they're still, still on the ship. ship. Yeah. So, I mean, we I would imagine he's not going to just uh, jump off. And didn't they say destroy <laughs> the escape pods? Yeah, so or they don't have an escape pod. So they they, yeah. they have it, it's it's going to be very interesting to see how they get off. Um, because at now at this moment, this is going to lead to, you know, after the hallway scene, uh, we have a great little Clone Wars um, type Easter egg of Ahsoka help getting help from some droids, a band of droids, which is really cool. Um, it's very, it's very interesting because this week George Lucas revealed that his favorite episode in the Clone Wars is a is the droid centric episodes, which is very <laughs> funny and a cool little tie in. But yeah, she gets she gets help from all these different droids and the, and um, they essentially is what they're doing is they're helping her hack and find information. She gets that uh, the holocron, not the holocron, excuse me, the hologram of Rex explaining what's happening with fives and then the Camino, 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 Oh my God. Camino wins. Camino wins. There you go. Um, the famous Camino in, uh, explaining that Rex's chip has been damaged and which kind of makes a little bit more sense now why he was struggling in the beginning of the episode. Um, ultimately he gets put through surgery, but before that happens, we have this incredible Rogue One Easter egg of Ahsoka saying the famous cheer it line from the movie. I, what do you not like it? No, that I, I actually kind of just forgot about that, and I actually just went like <clears throat> that might have actually been one of my. Favorites. So I am one with the Force. The Force is with me. It's a line that's been said for the past three years since the movie has come out, and she is the second character to only ever say it, leading to us us to believe that. This is something that Jedi do in general, or maybe yeah. specific Jedi, but it wasn't this was just her saying it. She was channeling it through Rex, which made the mo- the moment even more emotional and great. Yeah, he yeah, was, was, cool. was saying it in his whatever state. He was saying it with her, and I think there might uh, there might be like more power to just saying that phrase over and over than just like yeah, and maybe it's a tease for something down the line. I mean, I think, yeah, I don't know. That that scene was pretty, like, when she said it, that caught me off guard. Like, I was not expecting that. Like, I thought she was just going to, like, maybe, like, hold her hands over it and figure out where it was or something. But hearing that, I was like, oh, whoa, okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of a big thing to say, so. It made it more than just something that, cheer it was saying in that movie like we could have thought that he made that up himself or something but it seems like it's part of the jedi religion or part of the force religion and that it's something that everyone says it's like 
it's similar to may the force be with you but that's more of a like saying bye to somebody right uh this one's more of one when you're speaking to yourself so i, I thought it was pretty cool and i love how i, I keep I, I can't remember some off the top of my head, but I, I love how they're connecting these newer movies or they're finding ways to take things from the newer movies and, and show that they existed before in the past. Like they kind of did that with Mandalorian and Ray with the healing thing. Like they're connecting these movies, like future stuff to past stuff. And it's really cool. Yeah. It, I, I like how they're, and it went, it's, seems so flawless too like it almost kind of like with it it like made sense in a way like yeah. you're like, oh okay well i guess that i think it has some it that saying i feel like is going to be we're going to find out like that's i want that as a tattoo that's that'd be a good one if you're going to get a star wars one it's dope. that yeah. or do or do not there is going to try i i it's i have a feeling that's we're going to get like Maybe like in the high, high Republic, like that's like a normal thing they that, say. That is a, that is a great call. That because Chirrut was almost like a historian of Jedi in a way. Well, yeah, and it, I mean it it he was kind of like almost not not a priest, but like it was. I mean the guardians of the wills, like it's they're basically like, Jedi priests. Yeah, kind yeah. of like that. So like maybe maybe that phrase is something that's been said for centuries and just kind of is like 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 another version of may the force be with you just kind of like mm -hmm. it instead of that one just being more like a uh bless you type thing it's it's more like a a, a channeling your inner force some, i don't know i have a feeling it's gonna we're gonna be seeing more phrase and used more because it, it there, it's been used in a lot of stuff. It's in toys now. It's in um, books. Now it's in the animated show. It's been in a movie. So it, it's kind of starting to make its way as like one of those popular phrases that things. I mean, Star Wars has a lot of catchphrases. Was it in one of the recent books? I feel like they said it somewhere else. Probably. I mean, I, I would assume it's in the Guardians. Like other than Row One. Yeah. Not sure. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm assuming it would be in the actual Guardians of the Wills. Oh, I'm sure. Book. Yeah, but yeah, so I I don't know. I think I I could definitely see that being as something that may, maybe it was what they said before. May the Force be with you. I I don't know. Like maybe it'll show up in the High Republic. Yeah, that's definitely possible, and that's probably something that'll pop up later down the line that we can talk about. Um, for now, uh, the episode. Um, before, right, right before they had pulled out Rex's chip and he kind of came to, it seemed like Ahsoka was essentially trapped. We know that she doesn't die, obviously. Um, so we were wondering how, um, but Re Rex wakes up, uh, by a very successful and very quick surgery. I might add. Um, yeah, that was pretty quick, <laughs> but, uh, he pops up and he, and he shoots some <sighs> of his fellow troopers and clearly, uh, cementing their bond together, uh, because he's killing his brothers, which is a big deal. And that's where the episode ends on him telling her what's happening about how they were essentially bred to kill the Jedi. Like they're that's that's what they were used for. And the high Rep or the entire uh, Galactic Republic is now on the hunt for any kind of Jedi user or anybody that's going to be uh, opposing them. Because earlier in the episode, we got also got the line of saying, "And any any clones that don't agree to this or abide by this, kill them as well." 
Um, and that's how the episode ends. So just like the past two have ended, they're ended on cliffhangers, essentially leaving us in the open for what comes next. But uh, just a, just a fabulous episode. Um, you know, I mentioned the music early on. I think the music was brilliant. And it also there was also uh, some Revenge of the Sith music in there as well. Um, but I, I'm so excited to see what happened next because there's so many things that need to finish up and kind of tie tie together. And then I'm also interested to see what the final shot of the entire series is going to be. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. It's, and I, I'm interested, like, I have that I have that idea of it jumping into the future, but I'm also wondering, is Dave Filoni just going to pull one over us and, and just recreate a shot from Revenge of the Sith of them looking over the Death Star, which would be really cool? Maybe. But if they go to the, the time jump you were talking about, uh, I, I just imagine they end on that. Like, that would be crazy. I could see them doing that and then showing us what Ahsoka's doing at mm -hmm. the same time. And maybe her, I think it's going to be Ahsoka and Rex saying bye to each other, like saying until next time. And they both split up to try to like stay safe. Rex I Wolf and the other and the other clone that were with Rebels, right? I think we're gonna yeah, see that, them too as well. Oh yeah, that they, we might see them, or maybe he goes and finds them later. But yeah, 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 yeah. That would be that would be cool. Yeah, I have a feeling we'll probably get a classic looking off in the distance. Mm -hmm. um, I I personally think maybe it may, might be like a half like a half screen type thing where you're gonna see like Ahsoka and then the emperor and vader on like the other one or maybe they're just looking at the death star and she's just looking like straight up just kind of like they're both looking off into their future. so do we all agree that we we will see vader are we all on that on that train i i thought we would from i thought we always would yeah i don't i don't think you're gonna see him fully okay i think it'll be more like either like a side view or a back view. Um, Cause I, I truly do think it's going to end. And I, I almost would be kind of annoyed if it didn't with Ahsoka, like being the last shot, because I mean, to me, she is this story. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Uh, that leads me to my next question. Will we see Obi-Wan and Anakin again? One final time. Obi-Wan. So. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think either of them, uh, because if we see Anakin, it's going to be Vader, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and because we know what Obi-Wan did, really, and where he went off to. I Unless, think that the I think the only chance we would see Obi-Wan would be his hologram message out to the Jedi to stay away. Oh, Vader. yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that might, and I think that might yeah. be through Ahsoka, like, because I think she she's obviously probably interested in going to search out for Anakin and Obi-Wan, right? That's probably what she's going to do next. Like, she, I, I have, because that's that's the only people in the world or the galaxy that she's connected to strongly, yeah. and she's well, he probably going to intercept that. Go ahead. He recorded that before the fight with Anakin, so I would assume that's probably going to be, like, one of the next things... And that, yeah, because right now we're at a timeline. It, essentially, at this moment, Anakin's at, attacking Coruscant, the Jedi Temple. That that's kind yeah. of like where the timeline is. And so Obi Wan is still on Utapau. Like that's kind that's kind of where he is at the moment. Um, and then eventually he'll come, he'll find his way back. And so I do I do think we'll probably see the hologram message. And Ahsoka is a, unfortunately going to be going to have to be like, 
okay, like I got to stay away. You know, I can't, I can't do my thing. Yeah. Because I mean, that's where she's going. We know she's mm -hmm. going to. The and they're in hyperspace right now. They're not like just cruising. They're in hyperspace right yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think and, we're going to see Maul again too, because yeah. they're going to, they're not just going to show us, Oh, they're off the ship now. Like, I don't think they're just going to cut to that. I think it's going to start with them three getting off of the ship. I think they're going to let Maul go. Cause they're yeah, going to be like, they have to, yeah. look, the, the, the galaxy is chaos right now. Like uh -huh. just get out of here. Yeah. And, and then they're going to go do their own thing. Oh yeah. Cause he's fair game. I mean, they made it very clear, excuse me, hiccup, uh, that he is being attacked by the clones too. Mm -hmm. Uh, they yeah. said, kill him, execute him. Um, which I figured because at one point, in the comics, the Inquisitors got attacked by them. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, almost letting him go is kind of almost just like you're not a, you're not a, you're just as not safe. There's as nowhere me. safe to take him. Like you can't lock him up with the Emperor and the and Empire. So there's nowhere yeah. to send him. He's not. He's not anywhere safer than they are. Um, yeah. I think. I think she'll. Personally, that all crosses will be fairly soon in that episode, like probably like no more than five, ten minutes into that episode. Because I have a feeling she'll. She, I, I do we think she's going to actually get to Coruscant? I don't think she is. Uh, well, that's that's where the ship is going, so I think they'll be there, but I don't think she'll ever step down on the planet. Yeah, I don't. Even, I'm starting. I don't even think they're going to get into like orbit of the planet. I think. So you think they're, they're just going to pull out of hyperspace and end up somewhere? Probably, um, it maybe right after yeah, right after she sees the hologram, maybe because they wouldn't go to Coruscant knowing there's probably a bunch of stormtroopers there waiting yeah. for them. Yeah, it either way, it's going to be very interesting to see how it all plays out because it, there's a lot of stuff that kind of needs to be wrapped up, right? I know that yeah, um, they did a good job currently of wrapping up the Mandalorian stuff, but from where we see the Mandalorians next, there's still a lot that's kind of like untold, and unless they're going to tell that in a different time. They kind of need to touch on that a little bit. Um, but the only thing that they really need to do is they need to make sure that we are okay with where these characters end up because the the next thing we know that is happening <clears throat> is that the Empire is officially taking over. Like, where do these characters go? Where do they end up? Where are they hiding? Where is Maul before we find him in Rebels? Where is Ahsoka before we find her in Rebels? You know, ha like, all this stuff that's happening... Um, and luckily, they're going to extend the episode for us to tell all that story. But I'm very interested because there's a lot to do in the next episode. Yeah, I think for Maul, he'll get. I think he'll get picked up by a crime syndicate. Personally, uh, well, he does and, Crimson Dawn too, and so what? It, like he has yeah, that in Solo. Yeah, so I'm assuming Crimson Dawn, maybe Dryden Voss is the person that picks him up. I don't know. Um, the one thing I'm most curious about is if. She think Ahsoka thinks Anakin dies when he gets burned alive. I think so. Uh, I Probably. honestly, honestly, I don't even know that she's gonna know that. I I don't even know if she's gonna know that he was burned alive. I'm just because maybe maybe she just believes that he he just died. Plain out, just died. Yeah. Well, maybe. if she sensed the Mace Windu attack, do you think she senses the Obi Wan and Anakin fight? I don't know. I don't know. And I was I was wondering myself if Filoni's gonna kind of recreate that a little bit. 
Dude, that'd be wild. I, I could see, I can, what if Soka hears the conversation with Obi-Wan and Anakin? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Or maybe Padme, Padme giving birth or, and or dying. So some type of, I mean, there's I, a lot, I, dude. It's it's going to be crazy. It, there's a lot to do. Yes. I don't know how like, they're going to do it all in that do. time, but I trust Dave Filoni because the Rebels finale was great and he wrapped yes. it up perfectly so yes he knows what he's doing when it comes to animated shows in this and wrapping well, and agreed. lucas has been involved in, with this too they mm-hmm. they came out and said like he's helped with this and it shows like obviously these two are like creating cradling it like their children so i have no doubt it will end we'll probably have a question or two which i mean that's tip- we always do typically yeah, exactly. So, but I don't think it's going to be a, like one of those like we'll never know like type questions. I think it's more like a like oh where is that lead type thing, uh, kind of like how Rebels did because for them to not to just leave like a a blatant open end question. I mean, they did that with the season six. We never thought we were going to get this. It. I, I have a feeling with those two because this is. I mean, if you want to be specific, <clears throat> probably the last thing Lucas is going to really like touch, be involved in. He'll give input to stuff, but like, you know, these two are working together on this. So, I mean, it's going to be wrapped up in a pretty bow and we're all going to eat it up like no other. But um, I'm ex- I'm excited to see where this leads. Cool. All right, gentlemen, well, there it is. The Fandalorian Club for this week. Uh, before we get out of here, just to make sure that I, I mentioned this, um, the Fandalorian Club will be live on Monday night to review this episode. Uh, we're going to do a one-off, a special for this. Um, this isn't going to be a full like hour review of the season or anything. We're just going to be talking about episode 12. And then the following week, we're going to do a full breakdown of the season and kind of just everything that happened and kind of talk about that on, the, on Padawan. Uh, but for now, check us out on Monday night. Uh, Monday evening, probably more than likely. Uh, there will be more information on our social media. So make sure you guys find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, at Apocalypse Movies. You guys can find us uh, not just on YouTube, but also uh, podcast platforms. So Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Breaker, all that good stuff. Uh, check us out there. Leave some thoughts down below. We'd love to hear from you guys um, because there's a lot of juicy things going on and we'd love to hear your thoughts. So <laughs> as always, for Jacob, for Brian, for myself, this is the Fan and Lauren Club. We thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. And may the force be with you.